Success is stamina. To win means to keep playing. Written by Scott Young, January 2020. I like James Carse's distinction between finite and infinite games. A finite game, like chess, is one that you play for a while and when somebody wins, you stop. An infinite game, like life, is one where the goal is to be able to keep playing. To win at life means to keep living. Most pursuits in life are infinite games. Business is an infinite game. There's no point where you rank all of the companies and then decide for all time which were the winners and the losers. All winning means in business is the ability to keep playing the game. Winning an infinite game is always a temporary state of affairs. Consider Jim Collins' now infamous book, Good to Great. Many of the companies he had singled out for higher performance in that time failed to remain stellar in the years since. When you're at the top of the hill, the only direction you can roll is down. Rethinking success. While all of us know that life is an infinite game, we often treat success as a process with final winners and losers. We liken it to sports, exams, battles, or races, all finite games that end. This loose metaphor misses an important distinction. In life, much of success is simply being able to keep going. I started writing when I was 17. I don't think my early essays were particularly good, but if I possessed one thing, it was stamina. I wrote five to 10 essays a week for years, even though the possibility of making a career out of writing seemed distant at best. In that time, I have met a ton of people who are more talented than I am. Very often they leapfrogged me and went on to greater acclaim. But strangely, just as often, they would fizzle out. They stopped writing and went on to different things. Now look, I can't judge and say whether their choices were wise. Counterfactuals are really hard to evaluate. Maybe quitting was the right choice for them. I don't know. What I can say, however, is that, at least for me, success was largely a function of stamina. When people starting out ask me how likely it is that they can succeed at starting a business, building a popular blog, or writing a book, my inclination is to ask, how long can you try? Patience and idleness. Of course, the kind of patience that eventually leads to success is not the same as waiting. Simply waiting does nothing. This is one idea that bothers me about popular notions of 10,000 hours or some other arbitrary time investment needed for success. The fact is that just investing time doesn't do anything on its own. Even the research on deliberate practice, which inspired the 10,000 hour rule, doesn't suggest that skill is simply a product of time investment. Quite the opposite, it asserts that most of our practice doesn't count and the time we spend naively trying to improve is often wasted. No, the kind of patience required for eventual success is an active, self-doubting kind of patience. It's the kind that puts in an enormous amount of work, looks at that work and questions whether it was the right work to have put in, makes an adjustment and tries again. Of course, it's exactly this self-doubt and uncertainty which makes patience very hard. If you knew that success would come in exactly 10 years if you just kept doing what you're doing, then patience would be easy. Stamina is hard because, as with all infinite games, you don't know how long you'll be running for, or even if you're running in the right direction. Build up and breakthroughs. Part of the difficulty of stamina is that success tends to accrue in two different modes, build up and breakthroughs. 
Buildup is the steady accumulation of improvements. This is the stuff that's easy to see and when patience is relatively easy. You see your business grow month after month, extrapolate that growth and eventually you reach your destination. You see yourself gaining muscle at the gym week after week. Eventually, you'll be strong. Breakthroughs, on the other hand, are like puzzle solving. There's a lot of effort which does absolutely nothing, but every once in a while, there's an insight that results in a discontinuous spurt. Think of trying to open a combination lock that you don't know the code for. Most of your attempts do nothing other than eliminate one of many possible sequences. Try the right code, however, and it opens in one pull. In most pursuits, success is a mixture of breakthroughs and buildups. I remember distinctly a moment, well, now over a decade ago, when I was trying to grow my website. I could see that it was gaining traffic, a buildup, but when I extrapolated the numbers I had so far, it was going to be decades before I was in a position where I could support myself from it. What was missing from that extrapolation of future buildup were the breakthroughs, sudden improvements due to finally finding the right combination to unlock a new level of growth. When I eventually was able to support myself, it came from a single idea that finally worked. I created a monthly subscription program for study skills that proved to be popular enough to let me write full time. Stamina or stubbornness. It's clear that for any pursuit, an increase in your stamina will increase your success. Your health, don't let the oscillations on the scale dissuade you. Keep exercising. Your business, keep trying new things and stay solvent as long as possible. Your love life, don't let rejection or failure get you down. Keep meeting new people and stay positive. However, life rarely involves a single pursuit. We're always implicitly trading off one pursuit against another. Thus, even if those with greater stamina are more successful at one thing, their stubbornness may prevent them from picking a different pursuit where success comes easier. Consider that in many university departments, those getting PhDs have effectively zero chance of getting tenure. Stamina abounds, but many would have been happier keeping their intellectual interests a hobby and choosing a field that's easier to build a career in. Stamina may increase the odds of success, but it also increases the cost of failure. Something you spend a few years at, decided you didn't like, and moved on is a life experience. Spending decades on a dead end is a disaster. Just be patient is not universally sound advice. However, while dead ends and pitfalls abound, it's also clear that success in most pursuits requires stamina. Especially when success depends on breakthroughs, it's often the case that one has to work hard for years on faith that everything will eventually pay off. This is difficult to do emotionally, even if the choice to persist is the correct one. So how can you increase your stamina? Your stamina is, very often by design, lower your burn rate, decrease your poverty threshold, work on your pursuits sustainably rather than in big bursts prone to burnout. The key to long distance running is pacing. If your running speed goes slightly higher than your body can effectively sustain, you'll rapidly become too tired to go on. On the other hand, pick a speed just below that critical threshold and with the right mindset you can run for hours, maybe even days. Similarly, a lot of stamina can be built into your striving directly. Simply set yourself up in a way so that sustaining effort for years is a viable option. Other elements of stamina are mental. How can you cope with doubt? How can you be patient without becoming complacent? How can you prevent getting distracted by alternative pursuits that seem easier on the surface, but only because you haven't realized the stamina that they also require? It's tempting to reduce stamina down to a mantra, never give up or something like that. 
Unfortunately, it's precisely because giving up sometimes makes sense that stamina is hard. Dead ends are everywhere and many efforts go nowhere. If you could just guarantee that success would come eventually, then you'd only need to wait. But waiting alone won't get you there. Therefore, I don't think there are any universal slogans you can adopt that will simultaneously give you patience and also release you from the emotional tension of struggling towards an uncertain goal. The best that has worked for me has been to ask myself whether I genuinely have better opportunities than this one. Usually the answer is no, so even if my current pursuits eventually fail, it still makes sense to continue down this path. However, even this advice only works if you correctly value your competing opportunities. If you chronically believe the grass is greener on the other side, you'll keep hopping fences. Another strategy I found helpful is to focus on the process of pursuit itself rather than the goal. If you can make that tolerable, even exciting, then whether you eventually reach the mountaintop you're aiming at is less important. The people who run the farthest usually like running. Most of all, I think it helps to recognize that life is an infinite game. If you get the opportunity to keep playing, you've already won. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott H. Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show. It helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found at my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.